Hey, what's up everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Guess what today's topic's about? Um, give me another clue. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm red in the face. Stress. That's right. We did a stress. We did a live on this the other day, and it's worthy of further conversation because this is um, it's a serious issue, mm-hmm. and I suffer from stress, and I do very poor stress management. Um, I know all the things you're supposed to do on how to manage stress, but in the heat of the moment, I am shit about it. I think most people are. I just talked to somebody this morning about stress and one of the things I do for it. And it's it comes up so unbelievably often. Stress or? Yes. The topic of stress. So I think early on we were always taught, you know, blood pressure and mm-hmm. that uh, stress was going to just impact your heart. But now that we see, um, now that we're more educated, educated, <laughs> and it's further down the knowledge path, we know that stress can do a lot more damage than just to your heart and mm-hmm. blood pressure. Um, by the time I think you get to where it's damaged the heart, um, you've already suffered significantly other physical signs. Um, one, most people probably think you're an asshole. If you get to the point where your heart is damaged, we're talking about years yep. of elevated uh, stress levels. Yes. Um Okay, so we're just going to run through, and this will be kind of informational. So what do you normally do to manage stress? Because, and you're welcome to say the same, to have the same kind of observance about me, because I'm, I'm, that's why I'm kind of pulling the chain early and um, telling on myself <laughs> mm-hmm. that um, I don't manage it well. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like when I get stressed out, you respond differently than I do, obviously. Mm-hmm. But how do you typically manage it? Typically, you try to get, like just walk away from it. Yes. So I'm a huge, like, um, if I'm stressed out with something I'm working on, like online, then I step away. If I'm stressed out, you know, cause my house is a mess, <laughs> that's different. If the house is a mess, then you know that I am in absolute shutdown mode in anything else we're doing until I, until I take care of it. Oh Lord. And that's when my stress levels go up. Exactly. <laughs> but what do you normally do though? Just walk away? Do you just think about something else? Do you... What, I don't want to say what I try to do just so that I don't. I was waiting for you to say what you think I do. So typically I cry. We all know that. Um, cry into a pillow. I cry just, you know, you know, I will just turn around and you're like, are you okay? And then it is ugly cry until. It's your, that's your release. Exactly. Um, the other thing that I do and that I've done my entire life is scream into a pillow. <laughs> So I haven't seen that one yet. That's good. You'll never see that one. Usually, it's like a I'm gonna go fold laundry, and it's really not folding laundry. It's screaming into a pillow. <laughs> and I'm so deaf, I wouldn't hear it even if <laughs> even if the door was open. Exactly. And then the other way that I handle it is based on 
if I really do have the time, and I think that a lot of people fall back on, I don't have time, I don't have time, you can make time for anything in the entire world that you want to make time for. So if I really do have the time, I end up getting in my car, and you know that I'll drive to, well, before COVID, I'd drive to a store and just walk around in it for 20 minutes to a half hour, maybe buy something, maybe not, but it just, it takes me completely out of the stressful environment. So so you physically need to remove yourself from the environment. Now, what happens if you can't leave the environment? If I can't, because I really don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're just, you're locked in. Exactly. It's just a start breathing. And then go. I usually close my eyes. And in those moments, I'm usually a prayer person. So it's, I just close my eyes and it's like, all right, God, I, I got to give this one to you. Serenity now. Exactly. So the- At least I don't punch holes in walls or anything. So here's something I just kind of realized. Mm-hmm. I don't get stressed out about everything, but there are specific things that I do get stressed out. <laughs> so I've got, if it's things well beyond my control, there's very little I can do about it, then I'm not so bound up about it. I agree. But if it's um, something that I did, mm-hmm. or if it's a something I didn't plan for well, something that I set my, or I imposed a deadline or a timeline on myself that I can't meet. Yeah, that's your um, number one. Those are, those are bad for me. And you would think that, for all the years I've been, you know, rolling with this, you if you know that's going to be a trigger, you need to accommodate yourself better. I've never thought about that in my life until right now. <laughs> that it's like, well, one, I overcommit myself to everything. Yes, you do. And that always leads to me. Tr- I'm a high performer. So everything I try to do has got to be a thousand percent. Yes. And that is always a breakdown for me. And you take on a minimum of 12 different tasks at one point of every single day. Like I, I literally have hundreds of tabs open on my computer. I can't, we can't talk. So you should screenshot what your computer looks like. You want to talk stress me out. It's looking at the number of tabs you have open and then unread emails on your phone. And then typically there's heavy metal playing in the background. So yes. it's, it's, it's a, yep. the perfect setup for going right off, off the edge. All right. So for me, I just have to get through, I have to pound through tasks. Mm -hmm. And when they pile up, I get lost in the the tunnel vision that I get. And I know it's causing damage. Now I've seen in my own family, a whole lineage of stressors. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I've got a whole, I've got lots of people in my family that do not manage stress well, and they bear the physical marks of that. Correct. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the chemistry of stress and specifically the hormone cortisol Mm -hmm. and everyone talks about it and you'll have some celebrity trainers. I mean, I've seen guys rattling off on just a sliver of the science behind cortisol talking like there's some kind of pimp daddy cane, (laughs) no bombs about everything. It's like, dude, shut up. You're not, if you can't cover everything, it doesn't matter if you just like alcohol raises cortisol levels. So if somebody is trying to pontificate on you, that it's like, (laughs) Oh, the number one thing that's, you know, causing your cortisol levels to go up and causing physical stress for you and they keep you hanging for an hour and it's like alcohol. Yeah. That's one of a dozen things that can really trigger that stuff. So you've got the things that you put in your body. You've Mm -hmm. got the things that you do to your body, Mm -hmm. which would be fitness, exercise, competition, whatever. There's physical stress and emotional stress. Mm -hmm. And then there's food stress. Yep. So those three things can all increase cortisol levels. Cortisol, look at it like, um, tubs fill up slowly and they go down kind of slow. Cortisol is the same way. You know, if once cortisol, once the body says, holy crap, we got to, we got to dump some cortisol into the system. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's equated to the fight or flight, yes. right? And that's where adrenaline, cortisol, you know, 
prepare yourself and that's why blood pressure goes up. Everything's getting ready to act strike. Um, but if you're just sitting in a chair and your body's doing this all day long, blood pressure goes up, stress goes up. But when this hormone is out, so naturally cortisol is the highest first thing in the morning when you get up, it's meant to get you up. That's that thing that kind of gets you out of bed. Um, and it's at its lowest point mm, an hour or two after you go to bed. So typically it's supposed to be the complete opposite parts of the day. So if it's six in the morning, it's at its peak, it should be declining somewhere between six and 10 o'clock at night. Mm. Now that's tied to uh, circadian rhythm, which if you can picture a sine wave, just an up and down motion, that is supposed to be in sync with the sun when it comes up. So when the sun comes up, that should be about your highest point of your cortisol. It's so the, cool. When the sun goes down, your the lack of UV light tells your body, hey, it's nappy time <laughs> and cortisol should be going down. Then melatonin goes up and it's supposed to put you to sleep. Now, this is a different conversation, but when people get into their out of cycle, their circadian rhythm is out of cycle with where they are. Um, this is typical when you hear somebody say, I was wired till two in the morning mm -hmm. and then I fell asleep like a rock at two in the morning. So mm -hmm. all of a sudden now they're two in the morning is should have been there eight, nine o'clock at night. So their circadian rhythm is off mm -hmm. six hours, which means now you're going to hit your peak six hours later than you're supposed to, which is usually around noon. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't come down until two in the morning. So if you end up in that state, it's not good because there's more conditioning. It's not just a matter of taking a sleeping pill because right. that doesn't control the cortisol levels and it can be become a nightmare. I'm doing a lot of talking. <laughs> it's it's when you're passionate about something. I don't shut up. Is that what you're going to no, say? No, I was absolutely not going to say that. I was. You have a lot to say about it, but what I absolutely love about when you cover something is you don't try to get into this high level like geeky. <laughs> you're just like you oh, know I'm what you should really check your sleep patterns. I'm a geek. Those, those are the easiest ways. So if you know you might have a cortisol issue, if mm -hmm. now you also know that. Um, your body can be conditioned to respond very quickly. If you don't have the time to think about what's going on and you just immediately fire off into the negative, mm -hmm. you've, you've, you've trained your body to respond poorly to situations. Yeah. And that's likely also going to be an indication of a cortisol level, yeah. high, high cortisol. I think that's one stress area that a lot of people don't realize um, is just the negativity. So if you keep kind of spinning each other up or you fill your life with negative thoughts and negative people and negative situations... I don't think people realize your shoulders will just start to elevate. You get so much tension and stuff in your neck. And as soon as you remove yourself from that situation and you take a breath, all is right again. Well, now let's, let's get to those people that the external influences. So it might not even be a situation you put yourself Absolutely. in. Absolutely. You know who these people are. If you come up and we've talked about this before, um, don't dump your crap times. on somebody yeah. else. When you do that energy transference, oh, I feel like crap. I, I want to talk shit about things and yep. people. And when you go and dump that emotion on other people, you're elevating their cortisol level. So be responsible and, you know, dump your garbage to something. Go talk to a tree, but mm -hmm. don't go, you know, raising somebody else's cortisol levels up. Yeah. But I think if somebody just, for stress, first of all, I think in the moment, we all think when you're super stressed, we all think it's the end of the world in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes, like for myself, when I say I walk away, it's usually to just kind of get a couple breaths in. Because I know if I, let's say I'm I'm working on something um, on the computer and it's stressing me out, if I get up, 
it's not so much I'm going to leave that there and get to it when I get to it. It's if I get up, I know I'm going to take a breath as soon as I do. And it's probably more the breath that I need than the actual walk away. You, so you're, you're much more in tune with when you're heading there yeah. as opposed to someone that's allowed themselves to get beat up all the time by stress, which is me. Which is you, right? You, you, um, even when we started dating, you were much better at stress <laughs> than I was, right? So a even million years our ago. age group or our age difference, it shows that my environment, my background conditioned me poorly. Um, I'm more keener aware of it now because mm-hmm. I recognize, oh my God, if I keep doing this, I'm going to start having long-term effects of, you know, physical effects. Absolutely. So real quick, let's run through some of the foods okay. that people are eating that can that okay. can um, raise cortisol levels. Okay. And remember, your food... Oh, I'm excited. So food can... Um, everyone thinks it because... I, I typically say just because it's on a plate doesn't mean you should eat it. Um, <laughs> if, if there's certain foods, the body... Everyone's going to act differently. Mm-hmm. You could put cake out on a plate and 10 people eat cake, it's going to it's going to affect every person differently. Mm-hmm. Some people will be tired. Some people have energy. Some people will get bloated. Some people will have, you know, the runny dunny. Some, everyone <laughs> may have a different response to it. So food is just as much a healing thing as it can be an impairment. It can cause some problems, real yes. problems. So when we're talking about cortisol, so Poliquin put together a great list. So they summarize a lot of this. So when we're talking about trans fats, the number one, so disease, depression, Aggressive behavior, trans fats can cause the body because it doesn't know how to handle trans fat. Yep. It can't digest them. It can't process them. Um, and when trans fat's in the body, it stays in the body. Yep. And that can cause problems. That's the number one thing that I look for on a label in a store. And if it has it, yep. And if it has it, it you know it never comes in this house. So it's, it's either mm-hmm. um, hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils. Yes. But they've gotten slick. They, re- they rename it because they know mm. people are keen to it and they... Um, they try to rename it so that you don't see it. Exactly. And they've also gotten into where um, if the dosage, if they reduce the serving size on something and it becomes less than 0.5 grams, they don't even have to report it. So it doesn't even become a true measurable amount until you've had two or three servings. Exactly. And I know the big one that caused all this ruckus 15, 20 years ago was Oreos. Um, Yum. Somebody actually sued Nabisco because their uh, father died from trans fat in the, in the bloodstream. Um, this dude ate, you know, things of cookies all the time mm-hmm. and it ended up killing him. Um, so keep an eye out for trans fat, vegetable oils, um, canola, corn, soy, 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 sunflower, um, high processed heated oils. They cause problems with the body. So look for that all in your fried foods, what you cook with. You want the oils out, mm-hmm. uh, fruit juice, not just because, um, high insulin response on these things. It can increase risk of diabetes. That can also cause a problem with this. Um, we've talked about the mediator release test in the past, the MRT. Mm-hmm. Um, the MRT will actually go up and it shows um, an immune response to foods. And that's where I was talking about with the cake. If it does cause problems with you, if there's an immune response issue, then that's also going to raise cortisol levels. The body internally, you're it's getting pissed off. Yep. Um, I think we're living proof of um, how well you can heal your body by finding out what the MRT, mm-hmm. what the results of that are. And it's, I think it's the coolest thing to realize. Again, we're completely different there too, except for a few things, foods that are considered healthy. And if you would Google them or ask your doctor about them, they would say, oh my gosh, those are foods you can eat forever, but your own personal body oh, yeah. develops such a negative reaction that you really shouldn't eat them. Some of the, like broccoli is like my don't touch so broccoli weird. and tomatoes are the two ones that I have a hard time with, but 
once you're married to an Italian. Yeah. Once you take those out of your diet, if you do find those things on that list and then you try to go back to them later, six months to a year later, they crush me. Mm -hmm. I used to be able to consume them and my body kind of figured out how to live with them. But now that I've given them a break. Yeah, that's cool. Um, fat-free flavored yogurts. So the probiotics that are in there, they're not typically healthy ones. So bad probiotics, um, they can cause problems. So it's coming from the gut, <laughs> alcohol, low fiber carbs, and then caffeine and alcohol. If I let's, didn't say that already. Let's just pretend you did not say caffeine. Well, so caffeine, I can probably show you 10 studies that uh, say caffeine's great. And I can show you 10 that say caffeine's bad. Exactly. But I think that is an important thing to pay attention to with your mood. So I've noticed with myself, so caffeine, my mom's side of the family has major issues with caffeine that I'm talking, put you in the hospital. So I think there's a severe allergy. Cannot process it. Yeah. But I've tried things over the years that are highly caffeinated and I become quite a little moody bee. <laughs> like it's like not just a cup of coffee in the morning. I feel great, but ooh, I've tried some energy drinks over the years. <laughs> You can handle more caffeine in some the higher doses. Like I can handle caffeine all day and yes. even go to bed. Um, yeah, but it's like that. Pay attention to how your body reacts to if it. If it's like a cup of coffee for me, I kind of if I'm wake up, I'm ready to do my day. Oh my gosh! But some of those little danger drinks, you spin like a top. It's like you don't feel well. You can't concentrate. You're shaking. Yeah. Um, Cortisol spike. No doubt. Now extra. So there's with things you bring into your body. Um, exercise can also have an effect. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, um, exercise can reduce the levels of stress hormones. So adrenaline and cortisol, but it, it also, on the other side, it stimulates endorphins, um, and the chemicals in the brain that are painkillers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So exercise related stress is okay. Or exercise related horm uh, hormone impact is, is okay. Exercise related hormone changes mm -hmm. are good. Um, now the effects on the brain, and this is the one this is the one that really caught my attention a while ago, and it's what what can cortisol do to you um, long term? And this is where I talked about family members, and you can just tell those people. Uh, the word on my live I used it was curmudgeon. Mm -hmm. You've got those just grumps. You know, the sun can be out, and they're like the sky is falling. It can be, hey, it's payday, and it's this is the worst day of my life. Um, when you are when your brain is constantly marinating in cortisol, um, it ends up being a long term problem. So. We're looking at a study. Who put this thing out? Uh, so the study was by, uh, this published 2019, the effects of brain activity on morning salivary, um, salivary cortisol and emotion regulation. And what we're looking at is the, the effects on the brain and what can happen over time. And the study pointed to, it's really quick to say, basal cortisol level causes damage to the hippocampus and it impairs hippocampus-dependent learning and memory. So now you have issues learning and you have issues controlling your emotion. Chronic high-stress cortisol causes functional atrophy of the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So your HPA. Boom. Boom. So your brain shrinks. Hypothalamic. It shrinks, dude, hippocampus. So <laughs> your hypo, your hippocampus. Um, it shrinks the brain. It freaking shrinks it. Um, hippocampus, I don't need any help there. In the amygdala, in the frontal lobe Holy of the brain, moly. those are all affected by cortisol long-term. So when they say um, can't teach an old dog new tricks, when they talk about, I think, your ability to absorb information, your ability to learn, look at someone that's been 40, 50, 60 years old, stressful environment, which 
hey, guess what? You're in Western society and you're working, you know, you're grinding it out, working for the man for, for life. That's where it, it can be a real issue if you can't find ways to meditate, recover, rest, exercise. I mean, exercise naturally can reduce cortisol levels. But if you're allowing yourself to keep going and stay bound up, you're bound up in the morning because of traffic. You get to work. You have those one or two people that trigger you. So you're pissed. You missed a deadline. You're pissed. Um, you eat something crappy at lunch. You've eaten something now that raises your cortisol level. All free, And then you have a dozen cups of coffee because you're stressed out and burned exactly. out. Exactly. And you're... Um, circadian rhythm is off so you're not mm-hmm. sleeping right cortisol levels at the wrong time of the day that's heightened um and then guess what you get back in the car you go home and you have an alcohol drink you have booze to calm down exactly you do that for a decade and guess yes. what's going to happen to you you got no brain you've got no brain you've lost it um and the, one of the first things that caught my attention so not just this this is the one that's like oh god you better take care of yourself because i have noticed it gets a little bit more difficult learning new things as you get older i know and that's I was like, oh, it's age. No, man. It's cortisol mm-hmm. and how you manage stress as an adult. Yeah. Now, the other key indicator is uh, belly fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, belly fat can cause a real problem um, or elevated cortisol can cause resistant belly fat. So if you're someone that's been struggling, struggling, struggling to get something around the pooch area, mm-hmm. but you're a stressful person, it's not going to get any better until you can manage your stress. Yep. You know, a hot tip for managing stress for myself. Hot tip. Do you know, more often than not, I feel much better when I drink a glass of ice water. Isn't that funny Mm -hmm. that it's just so typically it's like I'm exhausted. So we, I shouldn't say we, I'll go to, you know, iced tea that has caffeine, coffee that has caffeine. But more often than not, if I just go and drink a glass of water, I'm like, oh, but I think it breaks. First of all, it breaks your thought because you've got to actually Mm -hmm. hopefully get up For me, it's always ice in the water. So I've got to fill the glass. I've got to put the water in. So it breaks up what you were doing. But then you have to drink it. It's cold. So it's like, ooh, kind of like a shock to the system. But I always feel better after just a glass of water. If you, um, so in addition to that, something real simple is just a super big inhale. Mm -hmm. Hold your breath, count to 20. You do that uh, 10 times, 10 to 15 times. That's typically going to calm you down right away. Um, because you can get in the moment where you're just short breathing. So you're not getting a lot of oxygen. Um, the brain chemistry is firing up. You're getting more and more bent. If somebody's talking your ear off, you're getting more and more bent. So yep. step away in breathing techniques. Absolutely. Now, some of the other things is you want to get regular sleep. Um, <laughs> most adults don't like being told to go to bed, but you need to be in bed early so that you can get at least seven hours. Eight, I figured out, is just impossible. I yeah, mean, I, I I've tried. I could do it. I can't sit in bed for eight hours. I no. mean, I wake even if I'm rested. I don't. I don't do eight. No, I don't think I could. Seven, seven and a half is my wheelhouse. But you need to get consistent. They've also showed over time that if you are chronic undersleeper, that also affects your brain. Oh, I believe it. Um, so you don't want to don't screw around with that one either. No. Um, I think, and for us that. We get up very, very early. Nobody wants to go to bed early either, but the sleep is way more important than the last 30 minutes of whatever you're doing. Just go to bed. Mm-hmm. Now, you feel so much better. When I talked about cortisol being dropped from exercise, it's the nighttime cortisol that ends up responding. So there is an immediate cortisol bump when you're working out. It depends on the intensity and the duration of the exercise, but exercise does help. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to translate probably to a later night response, but exercise and reducing cortisol as well. Um, you have to recognize patterns that walk you into stressful scenarios. So mm-hmm. if you are a stress thinker, 
you've got to step away for a second. And this is me talking to myself. Yeah. But if you know that Susie's coming down the hall and she's going to fire you up, you need to walk away. Yep. Or tell her, don't dump your crap on me. Exactly. You know, let's have, you know, let's hang out together, but don't. Yeah. Don't do it. No negative talk. Um, learn to relax. Mm-hmm. So that's an easy one. Have fun. You got to go out and play. This is one of the foundations <laughs> of uh, the Fit Human Project is to play. Yeah. Uh, maintain healthy relationships. So <laughs> friends, family, spouses, kids, um, do your best to keep the healthy ones around and the ones that are not healthy, get rid of them. Yep. Right. They're also talking about um, be your best. So take care of yourself. Um, how you feel about yourself and your perception of yourself and the, the footing that you have in life you need to set the table so that you're comfortable and at peace with who you are and who you've become. Absolutely. Um, that will kind of set the pace for everything else, right? Yeah. Okay. And then eat the right foods. Yep. And breathe. Breathe, man. Breathe. This was, um, it doesn't matter how much you work out. If you can't manage this, um, mm-hmm. you've got something that's killing you on the inside. So cortisol has got a lot of great things uh, associated with it, but it's got a lot of bad ones too. Mm-hmm. So, Take care to recognize what's going on and how you do it. Yep. And try some of those techniques we just talked about. Amen. All right, brilliant. All right, we're just cruising in here just over 20. All right. So that'll button it. Cool. All right, awesome. See y'all. Thanks. Um, thank you again. I always feel compelled to thank everyone for the reviews and the feedback. Um, it's it's exciting to know that we're on the right path, and it's great to hear you guys, um, and we appreciate the uh the sharing of the the show and the reviews and the ratings and everything. It's been pretty awesome. Yes. And thank you all for subscribing too. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Later. Bye.